Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, what's happening? Um, welcome to episode number 134, Harry Hog Football. Don't go away, Eric. Don't go away. Do what? Pilar. Pilar. <laughs> Dude, what? that was a sloppy game last week. Dude, it was ugly. It was, it was real and ugly. Dude. <laughs> The Redskins was, pretty much sucked in that game. It was a rear end of a, I don't know, what's an ugly, rear end of a baboon with rear end work ugly. But dudes, I got to say, John called it before the game started because you know who was there. The curse. The curse of Tom Cruise. Yeah, but he was looking very metrosexual in his outfit. Because it's a day that ends in Why? Where was his wife? Yeah, that's a good question. Where was his quote-unquote wife, his trophy wife? We would have much rather seen her. Yeah, it's like that wouldn't have been so bad, but why was he even there? But Aaron... I mean, dude, dude, she gave up her Batman career for him. Batman? Yeah, she wasn't even in this this newest movie. Was she in Batman? I didn't know she was in any of them. She was in Batman Begins, the good one that came out a couple years ago. Oh, she was? You didn't know that. I saw the movie, but I don't remember her being in it. She was like his love interest, his like girlfriend. And then the same chick in this movie was played by a different actress. Well, I'll have to say football. I'm telling her she had to be at Redskins games last year. She couldn't be shooting a movie. Is this the yeah. Nas- is this the National Acquirer or Harry Hog football? Oh no, we Curse lost, dude. We got we got it handed to us in the first quarter, and that's all that counts in my mind. Yeah, very true. Very, very good. Um, I almost, I almost, and I was saying this too. I was like, Aaron, you were talking a little bit. What the heck was that? I don't know. What, what, is, what is blowing? <laughs> <laughs> what is blowing on one of you guys' phones? It wasn't mine, dude. All I'm saying is this, dude. Dude, it's because I, I got my mic clipped to my beard. We might would have done a little bit better <laughs> there in the first quarter if we had our real starters instead of these, like, scrubs they threw in, like, number 22. And um, who was that other scrub? That, oh, oh. Rocky McIntosh? Rocky McIntosh and, and Carlos Rogers. Who both got burnt. Dude. Yeah. I got to say, I mean, you know, Rocky McIntosh was back earlier than anyone was – Figuring, and he's definitely not up to game speed. And um, I believe he was covering a wide receiver, so that's that's kind of a mismatch already. But uh, Carlos Rogers, he doesn't even know what game speed is. Yeah, and he's all saying. I, I was reading the article on Redskins.com where he was just like, you know, he was like, yeah, I feel good. I, I, I want to go out there and play at full speed, and that's, you know, once you step on the field, I'm ready to go. Well, dude, his full speed's about one or two steps faster than mine. Yeah. 
in about one or two steps slower than any uh, any offensive wide receiver he's covering. Yeah, man. I mean, this is going to be a big year busting on Carlos Rogers. I can already what? tell he's going to be the new Daryl Pounds this year. He already is the new Daryl Pounds. And what's up with those yellow shoes, dude? Dude. Dude, like I said, pull out the scissors. Like I said in my post. <laughs> but anyway, those look like the weak spots on the starting defense for the few drives they were in. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys want to go straight into kicks and games, I guess? Um, well, is there, are there any other little things you want to talk about in the game? I do want to talk about a couple things. Yeah, dudes. We got to talk about the end of the game mm-hmm. when um, Colt Brennan okay, came boy, in. Cause. Your cousin, your girlfriend's cousin, came in. My special lady friend, dude. Special lady friend. Um, significant on his birthday. Other cousin came in on his birthday and orchestrated a long drive at the end of that game to uh, give the Redskins the lead. The lead for the game, and he won um, with that. That, that high risk but pretty sweet pass that he threw to a good or good um, that tight end for Maryland that that had a cut written all over him from earlier in the game. Yeah, dude, Josh, file him dude. away for next year's. Uh, where are you now? Because dude. that well, was his. That was his two seconds of fame, I think. Dude. That good, good. guy that caught the oh, touchdown good. pass. Yeah, well, dude, I gotta say, since we're talking about this. And uh, we're talking about your special lady friend's cousin or whatever. Colt oh, you mean Colt? Good old Colt. Oh. Yeah, I mean Colt threw it, right? Yeah. Dude, that could have gone either way. That pass, that was a dangerous pass. It was high risk, high reward. He was, he was putting it all on the line. Super high risk. And and I don't think he needs to be doing it. You know, I'm sure a lot of people are like, Woo, Colt Bennett, awesome, Woo! I was, like, looking at it like, you know, dude shouldn't have done that. Oh, dude. Yeah, it was high risk, dude. high reward. But, uh, you know, and I know he's trying to prove himself. But to me, that just says, hey, I can make just as stupid of a decision as I can a good decision right now. But it wasn't as stupid as Derek Devine's decision. decision. It wasn't as stupid as what? Derek Devine's decision earlier in the game. Yeah. And part of that was, uh, well... <laughs> Let's go ahead and go into kicks, and I'll start with my kick because I'm gonna I'm gonna elaborate on that right now. It's time for this week's kicking the balls award. Oh yeah. Well, um, I'm gonna take probably this might be your kick, Aaron, um, but my kick is going to Chad Reinhardt for this game. <laughs> And, you know, I have been high on this guy from coming out of a, his college career and everything, and I think he, he still could be very good. And in his defense, he was playing left tackle when he played guard in college because they're trying to figure out if he could play guard and tackle. But uh, I think the answer is uh, no. Because <laughs> he gave up on that, that interception. There was a uh, – he got beat, and Devine got hurried on his pass. He's the one who gave up the sack on Collins when Collins got hurt and had to leave the game. Um, he gave up another sack when he was in there as well. I mean, he was getting burnt left. Well, left. Yeah, he was getting burnt left and right, really. Those spin moves. He was getting beat by easy stuff. 
In his defense, though, as you said, it's not his position. Not his natural position. They they really, especially with Randy Thomas going down again, um, they need to uh, they need to be putting more emphasis at guard. I think. Well, they got well, they got Stefan Heyer. Right. Who is supposedly going to be back and playing this weekend? Is that it? Dude, Chad Reinhardt. You'll, you'll notice I had a uh, conversation with Aaron about um, about the game right after the game, and it was before I put up. I decided I had to put up a lengthy post because it's been a while since I've done so. But um, I had a conversation with Aaron, and I was talking about Chad Reinhardt, and Aaron said, "Dude, that's John's dog." And I was like, uh, "Okay." Sorry, was that? that was a technical difficulty. <laughs> um, I was like, I'm not going to mention Chad, Chad Reinhardt in my uh, in my post here then because um, I'll let John talk about it. And you did, and I and, and I certainly did. I went in and <laughs> I put a big comment on about him. Yeah, right in there. So yeah, that's who my kick goes to. Um, um, and I'll, I'll tack on to one of you guys because I'm sure you're going to kick the other person I want to kick. Who, Mangina? No, 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 not Eric Mangina. But I think we – oh, yeah, you know what? I think we need to give a collective kick to uh, Eric Mangina. So what the hell are you doing trying to tie a preseason game? <laughs> when you're down on the two-yard line? Oh, you're yeah, down dude. on the two-yard line, there's five seconds left. Why are you kicking a field goal? I argued a preseason with, game? Dude, I argued with John on this anyway. I think they had time. To have a quick pass towards the end zone and then kick the field goal if he wanted to tie it. Aaron thought they had, with no timeouts, Aaron thought they had time for two plays in five seconds. From the five-yard line? It would be extremely tight if they were able to make that happen. From the five-yard line. I said it would be iffy at six. At six, it would be iffy at best. Seven seconds at best. There are a number of things that could go wrong to uh, make that a... And it wouldn't matter because it was preseason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wouldn't matter because it was preseason. Eric Mangina's kicker, even worse Yo, Eric, than that, Nugent. Eric Mangina's kicker, Nugent. Missed it anyway. <laughs> Nugent. Yeah. Um, well, who's your kick, dude? Uh, mine? I got a plethora of kicks. Well, so do I, but you got to just pick one. All right, Carlos Rogers. For getting burned <laughs> across the middle. We're going to be kicking it all year long. So, might as well start pick, now. Yep, start now. It's first game in. Pick right. one of these rookies that's not going to have a chance to be kicked because they're going to be cut. No, because like he Westbrook. has no excuse. Tryon. Yeah, Tryon could be a kick. Westbrook could be a kick. Tryon was bad. Oh, man, both of those guys. What do you guys think about him? <laughs> Aaron and I said the same thing you said in your post. That he kept running in at, like, the end of the plays and showing up when the play was over. Like, like what? Acting all pumped. Standing there like over the guy with his arms out, like like I'm here, but I missed the block. Uh... <laughs> no dudes on one play. It, I was watching him on two consecutive plays, and on the first play, he ran in and dove on the pile after the Redskins running back was tackled. And I was like, why is why is he well, diving on the pile? <laughs> yeah. And then on the very next play, he ran in and like helped up the running back, like at the end after he missed a block. I know, dude, but that didn't just happen twice. And even on the touchdown by Good, he was like the third player. In, it was like Good and and another wide receiver, and then him comes flying in, all like bouncing around like a little kid, like woo woo. It's like, dude, did you block anyone? Or did you just run right up field? 
was like, man, between number 75 and number 78. I was like, what, what's up with these guys? <laughs> yeah, no lie. Vernon Fox. Uh, Cut. Man. Anyway. Where's Vernon Fox now? <laughs> well, right now he's on the roster, but he's only got about a week left because I think cuts are, cuts are shortly after the game this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. All right, dude. So uh, my kick would go to that dude. Matua? Fred Matua because he's going to fall on me. Or whatever his name Dude, is. he's proud of his heritage being from Samoa. Is that what the hair is about, dude? Yeah, I don't dude. Want to joke if it's a heritage thing. It's a heritage Seriously. thing. It, are you sure? Yeah, the only like Samoan dude that I've seen that like has his hair cut short was um our dog that's uh escaping my Joe Salavea. Yeah, Joe Salavea. Yeah, you, know you know what else I love about the Samoan heritage? Is, um, that, those are my favorite Girl Scout cookies. And you also love the macadamia nuts. That's not Samoan. Samoa oh, is the nuts. Oh, it's not? Seriously, Samoan. <laughs> I had no idea. That it's just... <laughs> anyway. So who? So let's see. Your kid goes to him, to a guy that, 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 the third stringer dude. Fred Matea. Because he was so, so late on every play. I could take a lot of <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good one though. I like that one. I think that was, that was a <laughs> proper one. Curtis Fox is going to be cut. Uh, Byron Westbrook was bad, man, from the drop punt oh my. all the way through the game. He gets what worse every week. Derek Devine, you think he'll make the practice squad at QB? I don't know. I don't know if they're going to put a QB on practice squads, honestly. No, Derek Devine's gone. <laughs> Dudes, um, what's their face is, uh, <laughs> Derek Devine is going to be so cut. Joe Bugle's not going to be out there popping balls around. They only have to cut five people in the first round, so. When's the first round? I don't round? Know if we'll see any big surprises. What's with Alfred Spencer wearing Modell Betts number? Dude, they just they, they don't have run enough. out of numbers to give everybody. They have to give them numbers for their position. So there's some numbers. If you go down the roster, there are numbers available pretty much in those positions. Like are you 44. Sure? 43, 42, 49, 70, 9. Wait, Fincher's a linebacker. They could give him 40s and 50s, right? Yeah. So there's not any numbers in, like, that whole range? Dude, I don't know. At some point, you're gonna they're going to have to be like, um, okay, we either have to stop retiring numbers or, you know, we're going to have, like, the offensive set and the defensive set of, of like numbers. Well, the Redskins yeah. only have one retired number, right? Yeah, only one officially. Well, once they cut the roster down, it's not going to matter. They only have, like, two, two Liddell Betzes and two, uh, <laughs> um, I think, are there two LeVar Arringtons now? And Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dude, seriously. I just don't think it would go over very well if, like, some rookie shows up on the field wearing number 21. Dude, those not, yeah, those numbers are all unofficially retired. I, I don't know if we'll see number 21 again in a Redskins uniform. It would have to be a real special player. Right. You mean, like, Dion coming back? At, at which point, uh, 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 <laughs> at which point the special player would have, you know, already developed their own. You know, they would have come into their own. They'd be wearing their own number. They're not going to be like, ooh, I want to switch to number 21, you know? 
anyway. All right, let's move on, dudes. Let's move on to... What? And now, the comedy in Emperor Game Ball Awards. The Game Ball Awards. There were a few good people in this game. There were a few. Um, I gotta say it again, that Marcus Mason looked really strong, I thought. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't know if I'd give him a game ball again, but he did look strong. I'm, I'm waiting for some, uh, some really strong D to show up, and that'll happen as the season starts to progress. Um, so is he know, your game ball or not? Who, who are your game balls going to? I know who mine's going to. Did, okay, yours is going to Mason. Um... Aaron, go ahead. i got to f- keep figuring well, mine let me, out Let here. me say this. Mine's I good. was thinking about, you know, uh, what's his name? Ryan Bashetti. Bashetti um, is what they were calling it. They, it was B- the Bashetti. I think I called Spaghetti that when I was kid. Ryan Spaghetti. He knocked down, like, two passes, I think. He did. But at the same time, didn't he, like, uh, didn't he have a couple of penalties in this game? I think he held on a run. So I can't really give him a game ball. I mean, like, I want to say, you know, he got his hands up there, but, <laughs> you know. Um, John Springs looked pretty good. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, yeah. My game ball oh, is going to ball. go to none other than number 96, Cornelius. Cornelius. Griffin. There you go, baby. For second. Old yeah. man yeah. Favre. <laughs> Taylor was getting double teamed a lot. He was on that touchdown. They, they, they held him uh, quite a bit, actually. And then one time I was like, that is it. And I paused the, uh, I rewound on the Tebow and paused it and I had to take the screenshot. I was like, and that was on the far touchdown pass. I was, you know, I'm like, he was so held. He was held by one guy and then another guy comes in from the side, grabs his front and his back and throws him to the ground. He's going to be getting that attention all year. Hopefully it'll open the door for dudes like Cornelius and uh, Andre, Carter. Andre Carter. Well, hopefully yep. it'll also uh, make the rest pay attention. Dude, didn't the one-man gang have a sack? Um, yes, he did. He also had a, uh, he had a tip, uh, pass, pass defended. Mm-hmm. Or a pass tip. Yeah, he's definitely not in any danger of missing this team, that's for sure. Dude. Yeah, he had a pass defended. And one tackle. He was not credited with the sack. 
All I know is that game sucked so much that I was talking to John right at the end of it, and John actually sounded mad that the Jets missed the field goal. Well, you know. Like the Redskins did not even deserve to win. I mean, I was glad the Redskins was over, but I was like, you know. The Redskins sure didn't deserve to win that game. No, they didn't. John and, just uh, goes. And even, whether they won or not, really, I know that they went back and, and Zorn, you know, chewed their butts really good on that one because nobody, very few people played, you know, Campbell's timing was off. We, we were talking about a bunch of other stuff. Zorn. All right, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm done, all right. Oh, yeah, Campbell's timing was all up. Um. Yeah. Basically, the whole team pretty much sucked. I blame Larry Michael. Didn't um, Santana Moss even drop a pass early in the game? Didn't he? He did, but he also had a good catch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Durant Brooks looked pretty good as a punter again. Dropped a one in the twenty out of two. He had tried for two and he dropped one inside the twenty again. Um, and he, he still averaged forty-three yards a kick. He was booming those things. They were going like over sixty in the air. He had a couple that he when he really when he got a chance. Finally, to not have to uh, try to kick a touch or a uh, coffin kick. Try to do a coffin kick, yeah. When he really got a chance, he was really legging him out. So it'll be interesting to see what Frost does this weekend. But I got to give out my game ball here so we can move on. Oh, yeah, so, go um, ahead. Dude. I thought about it. It's been hard to figure out someone to pick someone good for this one. I thought about Billy McMullen. He had some good stuff, a little bit, you know, a couple not so good things. Uh, but mine's going to Rock Cartwright because he is, I think he is in some danger of losing a spot on the team, his spot on the team. And he ended up, and I know he had that 73-yard run <laughs> where he was just running as fast as he could with those little legs and they, they brought him down. You know, I, I thought he had a pretty strong game. Um, I think he's, you know, I, I, I think he is, he is going, when he's in there, he's, He's making the most of his opportunities. I, I talked to you guys about my theory about this. I'm pretty sure, well, I'm not sure, but I have a theory that the Redskins may entertain trades for the Delp Betts and keeping the less expensive Marcus Mason and Rock Cartwright and Clint no, wait, dude, Just to clarify, you're sh- you're pretty sure that you do have a theory about this? That's my theory. <laughs> my theory is that I have a theory, and that, that's going to happen. Well, well, our, our uh, one of our earliest listeners on, on the podcast, Danny, um, has been going on the chat box on our on our website here at hogfootball.com. And uh, he's been throwing out, I don't know if he's saying these for real or, or he's just making stuff up, but he's throwing out different rumors about uh, Liddell Betts being traded for, uh, I think he said, a first-rounder. Him and a first-rounder for Ed Reed from the Ravens and things of that nature. I just went on there and was like, stop it, dude. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't if he was making them up or if he was actually being serious. I couldn't find anything about it anywhere. Yeah, I couldn't find anything either. I think, he's just, I think he's just trying to, like, stir the pot. Trying to, trying to get some people riled up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, anyway my, kick, my, uh, my game ball goes to Rock Cartwright because I've I've been a little down on him this preseason. He had a strong game, um, all in all, with the, with what he with being in there, and I know he's nursing a little injury too. Um, but there were a couple rookies out there that that 
seemed to do pretty well. That Matero Richardson guy. Oh yeah, had dude, a good you like game. Him. Um, a huge hit, and a dry. He drove the dude down into the turf on a third down to end a. Uh, to, uh, to, to, to oh gosh, I can't remember the play exactly, but I'm pretty sure it was a third down. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, a couple people, that Hamilton dude, yeah. Justin Hamilton, number thirty-two. He's pretty strong near the end of the game. He's definitely. I, I think he's already an upgrade over Vernon Box. Oh, yeah. And I think Horton think came back about, and made um, a few good tackles, too. Which guy? Horton. Oh, yeah. Horton was back after his um his um butt problems. Yeah, he, yeah, he had a couple of strong tackles again. So he was right back in there as well. I'm all out of stuff. <laughs> and I do want to mention before we move on... Um, uh, who was it? Kareem Moore, draft pick, for the sixth round, I think, who was doing so much better than Justin Tryon out there. That Justin Tryon guy is not good. Uh, but Kareem Moore, he didn't knock the ball out, but on that big reception that uh, Brett Favre threw, he ran up there when he because he, he started for Laurent Landry, who is still injured and may not play this weekend again. Uh, what? He, yes, sir. And so he ran up there, and when he he hit the guy big and tried to blow him up, you know, but he hit him right on the ball and tried to knock the ball out. And I was like, quick thinking there for a rookie. Instead of just trying to make a big tackle and make a big splash, he actually tried to go for the ball. Um, we also yeah. got our first look at uh, Devin Thomas. I think he re- – didn't he return a few kicks? Devin Thomas, um, yeah, he returned two kicks, 46 yards. One of them was 32 yards. Did he catch a pass? One, maybe? do not believe he caught a pass. I don't remember. Let's see. I'm looking down the stat sheet, and no, he did not. He was uh, he did not complete a pass or catch a pass. Um, what do you guys think about uh, Maurice Mann? I think he should be cut. <laughs> you really? I thought he had a bad game. I, I don't think he definitely that... put himself behind uh, Billy McMullen. Yeah. Well, I don't, I'm not saying comparison to Billy McMullen, but I, I thought he actually showed some, you know signs of. Uh, Promise. You know, maybe not for the team, but you know, maybe the practice squad guy or something. Well, pretty um, much, yeah. I mean, if he's going to do anything, it's going to be the practice squad because they've got so many receivers in camp. I know. Yeah. And of course, Anthony mixes out with an injury, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought Man had regressed since the first game of the, of the preseason. In this game, I thought he had a couple of mental errors so out there. What do you think they're going to do about these other rookies, though, dude? How fair is it to these guys like McMullen and uh, um, even that man guy who are out here like playing to keep these other rookies that are injured and haven't shown anything? You mean like you mean the second rounders, Thomas and, and Malcolm Kelly? Yeah. Good point, dude. I mean, that man guy has shown more than Devin Thomas has through three preseason games, and Malcolm Kelly, I heard, started practicing this week. Yeah, they said he may play this weekend. So, I mean, all they can do is base it on their their history, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to really cut your second rounders, right? But you don't. But but do you you cut someone like Man and maybe he catches on with another team and he does well? That's it. That's why coaches get paid the big bucks to make those That's calls. Right. All right. Uh, all dudes, right. We got a uh, voicemail this week. You think I should put it in right here? All right, hold on. What's up, Aaron, Josh, and John? I just 
got wrapped up listening to your last podcast. It's a good one, as always. Funny. Uh, I want to say, first off, I'm a Redskin fan, a very big Redskin fan. The, the bad thing is I live about an hour east of Dallas, and I live amongst 80,000 Dallas Cowboys fans. But it doesn't faze me. I keep rooting for those Redskins each and every week. Um, I hope they have a real good season. I want to go ahead and give my game ball to uh, – and it's pretty much a game ball for the entire preseason and, and off season. But I want to give a game ball to Daniel Snyder because I, I really think he picked the right coach for this team. It's a fresh face. Uh, seems like Zorn. I don't know if you want to do your little sound effect here or not. I'll give you a few seconds. Okay. Seems like um, Zorn really does have it all together, knows what he wants to do. And, uh, you know, I was really getting nervous about him picking the wrong coach, but I think he did a good job, and I think Daniel Snyder is uh, making the right decisions for this football franchise. But anyway, you all keep putting out a good podcast. I'll read you later. All right, dude. Dude in Dallas. Dude east of Dallas. Keep the faith, brother. Somewhere near Dallas. Anywhere near Dallas. That's too close to Dallas for, for Cowboys fans to surround you that much. Keep the faith. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, man. That's a tough, tough spot. Mm-hmm. Tough spot for Redskins fans. So anyway, next on the uh, agenda is the Redskins-Panthers game. Josh, you're going, right? Dude, you can hang out with your new friend, or with our new friend, Catman, who we ran into at the Hall of Fame. No. Well, if I see him, I'll, I'll say hello. If you see him, ask him if he used to be a Redskins fan before he became a Panthers fan. Yeah, and then tell him that he's full of crap about the Redskins uh, practicing at Winston-Salem. He told us that the Redskins used to have training camp in uh, Winston at, at, at Wake Forest. Whatever. Which I had never heard of, and I tried looking it up online, and I didn't find anything about it. Maybe the Panthers. Maybe, I don't know. But he didn't even, he said he wasn't even a Redskins fan. He said he was a Packers fan. What? And then he became, and then he had front row seats to the Panthers, but he was a Packers fan. Well, think about it, dude. He became Catman. I mean, you either become Catman or Pacman. Dude, he's got like this. He's got like this fake little cat that's like attached to his shoulder and stuff. No, but I'll tell you what, dudes, um, everyone out there like Smith Freak, uh, who is Hogtown Diesels, and uh, Forrest, if you guys want to go to the game with Josh, you know, just give him a line. I'm sure you can get cheap tickets to the Panthers game. It's not like any, they have any real fans. They're all wishy-washy. I'm actually, I'm going to the game. We had talked about taking the Redskins Express down, otherwise known as Amtrak. It runs from uh, D.C. to uh, Charlotte, but um, decided to drive instead. Last time I took the Redskins Express, and it was pretty sweet. We had the marching band on board. We had uh, oh yeah, Redskins cheerleaders on board. Um, and it was, oh yeah, it was a good time, man. We were, you know, everybody was just cutting up like woo the whole time. But, sweet. Uh, so if you haven't done that and you don't feel like driving, you know, uh, check it out. You don't have to worry about driving. You can kick back, have a have a beverage and, you know, enjoy your other Redskins fans on board the Amtrak train. Just don't count on it being one time. Because <laughs> it is subsidized by the federal government. You can't you can't count on it to do anything right. 
Yeah, dudes, I'm exactly. pretty bummed out because this is the, as far as I know at this point, this is the only preseason Redskins game I will not be able to see live out here. You have to listen to in the Larry. Grid. Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to it. And I think I can watch it the next morning. So, on NFL Network Replay. You're going to be calling us like in the morning being like, dude, I just saw that hit finally. But dude, four out of five preseason games, like living like nowhere near D.C., is pretty good. That's pretty good considering that for some odd reason Comcast is blacked out when you don't watch it like in Virginia or Maryland or D.C. Mm-hmm. It's so weak. I don't get that at all. It's also weak that you pay all that money for the Sunday ticket and they don't give you all the preseason games. Right. Even though, and if you own season tickets, you have to pay full price for a preseason but anyway, we don't need to get going on that this late in this podcast. And all that mess. Um, what? All right, so Josh is going. He's going to keep the faith for the uh, Redskins and Harry Hog Nation. And if anyone else is going, drop and, him a line and maybe meet up. I will be. I will be in a sea of blue. You would think. I mean, yeah, there's a good number of Redskins fans, but once you get there, it's a sea of white and blue, dude. And they they look at all of the Redskins fans and they like ask you if you, you're from Gastonia or something, South Carolina. You know, like <laughs> Gastonia, you're a Redskins fan. I'm like, you know, and then I'm just, just people drive me nuts down in Charlotte. Dude, just be like, weren't you we guys rich? We got a football kids? team, and I used to be a fan of somebody else. Now I'm a, I'm a wagon jumper. I know, that's all you got to say. And you can also point out that it took them like over, what, 12 years before they actually beat us in a game. Any game. And I think ever, they've only, ever. I think they've only beat the Redskins once. I think ever, yeah. Dude, I don't know about that. If they did, then it's the last game that I went to because the Redskins lost was the end of that game. And I was like, man. That was it, dude. Then yep. I had to hear it all the way out. Just and I was like, like, actually, my father-in-law went with me to that one. He's a Panthers fan. And uh, so I had to hear it like from family, friends, people I didn't know. Dude, just I didn't ask- care. I stood, proud with my, I stood proud with my hand in the air. Woo! Dude, just be like, <laughs> just be like how many times? Have you guys beat the Redskins? And how long have you guys been football fans? And how long have you been Panthers fans? How many Super Bowls have the Panthers won? Yeah, exactly. Wagon jumpers. Anyway, enough about them and Catman. Um, Josh, Josh, hopefully you'll have fun at that game, and it should be a good one because most of the starters should play. Most of the starters, and Jim Zorn has said this week that the starters will see extended playing time um, without really elaborating on it. Probably the first um, half is what I'm thinking. Malcolm Kelly is looking like he might play. Leron Landry, as I said before, probably will not. Um, Erath must be Dragon James. Maybe playing this weekend. Hopefully. Hopefully. Is what they're saying. Um, Todd Wade is still out, but Stefan Heyer should be back. Dude, Josh, just remember not to call me during the game and be like, who is that dude? Because I'll be like, dude, I can't see it. And don't make the same mistake, John. I've got my, yeah, you can call me. Friend. <laughs> Dude, don't make the same mistake. I actually have a friend who is uh, who is the booth announcer for the stadium there at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Is he getting and, you in? Uh, he's a booth announcer. He's a dude that's like, and here are your Carolina Panthers. I know, dude. Can he get you into the booth? Because that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, so, so you told me to call him when I get there, and I'm going to meet him. Uh but, you know, uh, actually, uh, I'm going to have the whole family with me, so um, you can't, like, hang out in the booth the whole time. If it was just me, you'd probably let me hang out. I know, there. but, dude, if he's up in the booth, you might be able to meet, like, Sonny and Sam. Dude, I'm totally. I'm trying to work that angle. 
So, you know, I'm working on it. Dude, if you do, you got to get their autographs for us. And you uh, know, if you, if you see them, they're going to be like, Larry Michael's going to jump from them and be like, Hi, I'm Larry Michael, the voice of the Wadja Redskins. You're going to be like, that's nice, dude, move over. I'll be like, please step aside. <laughs> yeah, you need to see if that guy can get you to meet Sonny and Sam, because that'd be awesome. But dude, but dude, think about this. Just think about this really quickly. You know, I, I've known this guy for probably like, I don't know, five or six years. And uh, my thought is, how tempting would it be to get into the booth at this game in front of the 60,000 fans or whatever that are there and, you know, commandeer the mic and start singing Hail to the Redskins over the last week? Dude, you would get, A, you would probably make it on SportsCenter, and B, you'd probably get arrested. And C, <laughs> your friend would probably be fired, and D, he probably wouldn't be your friend anymore. <laughs> well, you might well, make I, it on SportsCenter. I just, I just want to let you guys know that I'm weighing those, you know, Consequence. You so, can weigh that um, option, and then you could weigh like street just streaking the field. They might have about the same consequences. <laughs> you probably make it on SportsCenter. I like that one. I hadn't thought about that. I got to add that into the pros column over here. <laughs> I guarantee you'd make it on SportsCenter because remember that basketball player that was on Dallas, and it was a Redskins Dallas game the same day, and he played for the Dallas Mavericks, and he like leaned into the mic after like the national anthem or whatever, and he goes, "Go Redskins." You remember that a couple years ago? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It was I can't hilarious. remember who the player was, but yeah, we were just like, what? It was awesome. And the whole stadium was like, boo. <laughs> anyway, I'll give, I'll give you guys a live update. I'll probably post something from my phone while I'm there, too. So, uh, so we'll, you'll get something. All right, we'll bring the roster with you is what I was getting at. Yeah, don't don't let anyone forget it in their car because Aaron tends to do that. <laughs> uh, I, I will. I'll bring it. Don't worry. Um, what else we got? <laughs> um, it's time for Tom's trivia. Uh, what's the deal with that this week, John? I don't know. Did he send that? Did he call in? Josh, did he call in? I've not gotten any Tom's trivia. Are you well, serious? We keep promising people. They're like promising he's going to be there, but uh, I guess he, he hasn't called into the new probably, number. He probably picked because like he called and they were like, oh, the number changed and, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't have anything from Tom's trivia on here. Well, Man, we, yeah, we keep bumping it back. We we're supposed to bring it back like like the week of uh, the week of the Hall of Fame game, and 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 we keep letting them down. So maybe he's a little ticked with it. Yeah. So Tom, we're sorry if we ticked you off, man. We'd love to have the trivia. So. Uh, All right, here I know. got a trivia question then in place of Tom's trivia for this week. All right. Do I? I don't even have the Tom's trivia music loaded on my cart anymore. That's how Wait, long it's been Tom, since we did it. We're not even prepared, man. <laughs> All right, but anyway. But the phone line is working, as you heard from the fan in Dallas. All right, but here, dude, let me see. I'm going to do Tom's Trivia for him this week. And now, it's Tom's Trivia Report. Okay, this week's what Tom's... What size jock strap did Harold Pounds wear in the game again? <laughs> Who is the yellow cake? This week's Tom's <laughs> Trivia... Um, brought to you in part by Ritapoo, our number one sponsor. If you live in the greater Washington, D.C., Maryland area and have a septic tank that's not doing too well. And make we sure need you... a new sponsor. Ritapoo's getting old. Sorry, Ritapoo. Go but to if there's anybody AC... else out there that wants a sponsor, let us know. 
But in it, the greater, you know, Virginia, Maryland, um, but dude, Delmarva, Moonbeam, Delmarva, that one little stretch of uh, West Virginia where Harper's Ferry is. Dudes, yeah. I got to finish this ad because they All paid right, us for the this trivia? week. Go ahead. Come on, Aaron. Good Lord. Spit it out, will you? What's the trivia? All right, here's the trivia. How many times have the Panthers beaten the Redskins since their inception in, like, 1995 or whatever it was? You don't even know the answer. Does this include preseason games? Including, including preseason. Much every year. Including preseason. If you know, send your answer in to RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball.com or to Tom at HarryHogFootball.com. And hopefully you'll tell us before Josh goes to the game so he can talk to that booth announcer and be like, you guys have only beat us blank times. Right before he leaves it to the back and goes, hail the Redskins. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyway... Um. Okay, that's Tom's you, trivia for this week. Right. And so, what do they get if they get uh, if uh, someone answers Tom's trivia correctly? Oh, dudes! Josh has been working on a plethora of goodies for you people. A, you can get the Harry Hog Football Firefox theme, which is sweet. B, a widget, right, Josh? The uh, Harry Hog Football widget for your uh, Macintosh brand computer. Now before I've got finished, the. Uh... We do, we are working on a widget. We got a we got a beta widget. That we're, well, an alpha widget that we're testing. <laughs> it's pretty sweet, uh, though. But uh, I have to make it universal between uh, you know Mac widget or Yahoo widget or whatever you might use as a widget uh, device. So anyway. And Josh is also working on a prototype of a iPod Touch slash iPhone. Um, Little application, it's pretty sweet that you just click on and you can stream any of our podcast episodes. Dude, that's live on the website right now. Anybody can go get it. Is there a link to it? Yeah, I put it up as a post like three weeks ago. Oh, well, anyway, if you're interested in that and can't find us, drop us a line, Redskins fan, at harryhugfootball.com. Uh, what else we got, John? Um, oh, okay, I see. You ready for it, Josh? Dude, dude, I also, also, here's what I'm, here's what I'm saying. Hold on. For the, uh, for Tom's trivia. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. I think a little bit different this year, and I've been thinking about this. Let me throw this out as far as the prize goes. Let's just say I've got an old school Redskins tangible, hold it in your hands, not a piece of software. Old school Redskins piece of memorabilia. Old school. Let me clarify. Sometime within the past twenty-five years. That. Can be yours if you win the most Tom's trivia for the season. For the so football because, season. So just because you've won one time doesn't mean you shouldn't respond to Tom's trivia each and every week because we're going to keep a tally. We're going to keep a tally. And it's nothing like uh, Mark Brunel's yellow cake or anything like that. No, it's nothing gross. Nothing gross. Not it's just elevated socks. No nacho stains on it. It does have. It, it does. Uh, it, it, it's pretty cool, man. Let me just say that. So uh, 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 we won't tell you what it is. <laughs> it is a piece of memorabilia, and I will shove it in a box, mail it to you if you win the most times for the season. So make uh, sure that uh, <laughs> make sure that you uh, drop us a line at redskinsfanatharryhogfootball.com or. Really, what we'd like to hear is your Tom's trivia answers also on the uh, hog line at 206-203-1566. Pilar? There you go. All right, dude. Are you, <laughs> re- are you ready for your spot, Josh? What spot? 
You know your spot. All right, go ahead. Where are you now? Where are you now? Someone there tonight holding that yellow cake that was mine. Yellow cake. Where's my Super Bowl ring? Uh, do you have it? Dude, this week's Where Are You Now? Actually, this is one that, uh, John kind of threw at me a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, so we're gonna, we're gonna let it all hang out here now. <laughs> um, this week's Where Are You Now? is none other than a, uh, a Michigan boy. Drafted in 1983. In the ninth round. Back when they had so many rounds. And uh, how many rounds do they have now? Seven. Nowadays, just seven. I think then it was 12 or 15 or something. Yeah, it was like a lot more then. Anyway, 237th pick in the in the ninth round um, was uh, was drafted. Uh, this guy played for a um, couple of different football teams in the National Football League. Uh, I'm talking about none other than Ali Hajishik. What is Ali Hajishik doing now? Ali Haji Sheik. Um, gosh. Ali Haji Sheik now actually works, believe it or not, in the luxury car business in Birmingham, Michigan. Is that like... He's married. He's got five kids. Jesse, Abby, Benjamin, Matthew, and Emily. Is that like... <laughs> is that like caddies and stuff or like souped up there's no Ali Rams and stuff. No, be- Ali. no Ali Haji Jr. I'm pretty surprised by that. Can he get you some spinners? Congratulations, dude. He was on uh, he made a Pro Bowl in 84, right? He did? He made the Pro Bowl? Was he with the Redskins then? I don't think but he was that. But I'm sure you all remember the 1987 championship game. You mean like the NFC championship game or the? The NFC championship game. Yeah. He kicked some extra points in that game. He, yeah, he kicked a lot of extra points in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Six of them to be goal. exact. Yeah. Anyway. You know he kicked six extra points. Um, six extra yeah, he points. did. He kicked six in the Super Bowl and he missed the field goal, right? I think. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, congratulations to Ali Haji for uh, selling um, Jaguars, Jaguars, Cadillacs, Porsches. Ferraris, and the like up there in Michigan in the uh, heart of... Um, Thanks for going to sell a bunch of uh, uh, foreign nice cars in the heart of our, our depressed domestic car. Um, Mecca economy, yeah, here in America. <laughs> I got it. Probably the only cars that are selling well there right now. It might not be. I was gonna say it might not be the easiest thing to do to sell a, uh, you know, BMW in the midst of Detroit. But uh, there you go. Anyway, okay, dudes. Uh, John, you got anything to uh, add before we wrap this thing up? Yeah, the fantasy football league has been filled. Um, the draft is this weekend. Those of you who are in the Fantasy Football League should have gotten an email from me this evening, this evening being Tuesday. 
um, reminding you of the draft day. Um, everybody, we have a couple new members, a couple of our UK listeners, Paul and Simon, are both new in the league this year. Um, we had a couple spots open up. Um, I was kind of surprised because a couple people never wrote, never uh, never signed up from their email. And when the uh, when the uh, when it got to the 15th last week, like I said on the last podcast, I had to uh, I had to open it up to some new some new individuals to come into the league. So it's a good thing we got some new blood in there. And um, I know a couple more of you wanted to get in, but we don't quite have enough to start a second league again this year, um, which is good because I'm already in a ton of leagues as it is, I think. So if you're in the league, don't forget draft is this weekend. Um, Everybody else will just have to bear with us as we trash talk about fantasy football for a minute or so in every podcast from here on out to the end of the season. Yeah, everyone, uh, look forward to playing fantasy football and getting destroyed by me. <laughs> anyway, I think that about wraps it up. Uh, dudes, if you don't have anything else, um, what can we say? Hail to the Redskins. Hopefully they'll look better this week against uh, Carolina with Josh... Uh, up in the booth, uh, singing Hail to the Redskins on the stadium microphone. That'd be awesome. To rev up the team. And hopefully no injuries. Another injury report person, Randy Thomas, as they said, he's not bad, and he's probably, he may see some action this weekend again. What about Liddell? Um, what was the story with him? Is he all right? Liddell seemed to be fine, and Jim Zorn is a big, big fan of Liddell. That doesn't sound like he's going to go anywhere. Okay. Well, you heard it there. And um, Hail to the Redskins. Heard there first. From John Adams. <laughs> Hail to the Redskins right. um, And as always If you see a Cowboys fan this week Choke Choke Dude, dude I wish I had uh, I wish I had gotten this information For the Where Are You Now segment uh, When we were actually recording But it looks like uh, Ali had cheek I had some basic info, but it looks like he works for a place called Fred Lavery. Lavery. Fred Lavery uh, Company. They sell uh, Porsches, Audis, and Land Rovers in Birmingham, Michigan. So and, basically, uh, what we were saying. Well, I know, dude, but I'm just saying, if anybody wants to go, you know, test drive a Land Rover with Ali Haji, kick the tires, so to speak. Kick the tires. <laughs> Ali Hajishik. We could have told him to go to uh, Woodward Avenue in Birmingham, Michigan. And, uh, you know, or what they could have, we could have done is told, you know, give them the phone number for this place, Red Library Company. <laughs> People would call them up. They'd be like, uh, 248-645-5930. Call and ask Ali Haji if you could do a test drive with him. <laughs> would you be willing to bring an Audi? To the greater DC area. Community anyway, drive with me and my anyway, comrade. Exactly. <laughs>